So 
we are back. This is episode number 25. Yeah, it's a 25 of the EPD broadcast. And this is the car toy segment. And this is my favorite segment because I thought about this (laughs) yesterday or the other day when I was, um, I just want to talk about my love, appreciation, Slick devotion <laughs> to the floaters, Michelle Lavon Robinson Obama. Mm. She is the juice that Bishop thought you had. Mm. She is the glow that Show Nuff thought he was getting from Tom Hawk <laughs> She is the clapback that Andrew wish he had when he got delivered. Okay. She is She is everything. She is like poised, elegant. Fight me on it, I swear. You not only will you lose, not only will you lose, but you will have the wrath of black Twitter. You will have the wrath of Hotep Twitter. Mm. You will have the wrath of the white people who actually love Michelle and Barack and what they stand for. Do not play with me. She is just like, she is like just, oh my God. She is what I would want to aspire to be like. Like she is my fairy godmother in my head. Mm-hmm. Like she is just awesome, and I just I respect her because her views are her own. Mm-hmm. She is not one of those first ladies, and she's like the best first lady ever. ever. Do not bring up Lady Bird. Do not bring up Jackie. Oh, those bitches hell in comparison. Okay, <laughs> do not do not do not ever bring Barbara up in this bitch. Okay, Shirley will handle her. Okay, <laughs> not everything. Not. At all, but we just go bring a snippet of the book of Michelle, okay? Because um, recently she did the commencement speak uh, speech for a city college in New York, and so people are just saying that she was calling out Donald Trump without calling out Donald Trump. I ain't gonna say all that. I think that what Michelle was doing was poisoning you for people that you're gonna come into contact with that are not going to like you, that are going to put up these barriers, these superficial barriers, and you just have to learn how to deal with them. Not deal with it, deal with them. But I'm just gonna do a snippet. We get a round table. I hope you guys love her as much as I do. If not, you can turn off your portion of the mic now. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so but um, she said that some folks out there today seem to have a very different perspective. They seem to view our diversity as a threat to be contained rather than a resource to be tapped. She further on went to say they act as if name calling is an acceptable substitute for a thoughtful debate, mm-hmm. as if anger and intolerance should be our default state rather than optimism and openness that have always been the engine of our progress. Come on through, Michelle. Mm. Come on through. Mm. Come inside. Open the doors. Close them behind you. Let's take a seat. Because I mean, come in in a world that has in in a culture or in this dynamic where we've had an African American president and first lady, and there's been such a hoopla, such a disrespect, such a fucking disrespect. Look, I didn't like Bush, but I went out there calling for him to die. 
I wasn't calling out there for him to be. I just wasn't. Like, these people take this shit to an extreme. And not only are they disrespected by the trolls and by people that just don't know, they're disrespected by who are supposed to be their counterparts, people that are in Congress, in the House, that are supposed to be making these for people that we vote in. Mm-hmm. This all goes back to us and, and, and our job and our civic duties and how we just throw this shit to the wayside because we think, oh, our vote doesn't count. Shit, numbers matter. If you ain't figured this shit now, now, don't you realize your paycheck? Mm. Don't you realize how that shit works? Don't you always want more numbers? Mm. Okay. Take that same logic and apply it to how everything else should go in your life. When you vote, numbers matter. The more people that go out that are like-minded like you, those numbers make shifts. It's right. not common sense. Common at, you know, it's common not sense basic. Common this is like basic math. This is not common core math. This is basic math. Like, <laughs> seriously, like, like get this shit together. More numbers? Okay. You like to see all those extra numbers in your check? The OT time? That's before <laughs> FIFA come and take that shit away? <laughs> Don't you like it? Okay. I'm just... I'm, <laughs> I don't even know. I just love her. I love her. I love them. There have been things that I've not agreed with that a woman has done. He's not just, but he's, he's, as a person, I love them. They stand for what they believe in. They don't waver. But I, I do. I really, really do. He's, they're one of the very few couples that I've respected. You know, just like really, really respected on my own. I guess as I've been old enough to, you know, make those decisions and vote and stuff, they've been one of the best. Like seriously, one of the best. The I, I think for our generation and our parents' generation, this is gonna be the first president that we're all sad to leave office. Nigga, I am taking a leave of absence. I ain't bullshit. <laughs> I'm coming to work and all back black, and I'm gonna be like, I don't think. <clears throat> I mean, from the standpoint of again, from our generation and our parents' parents' generation, the next president, like. I, from where we're sitting right now, it's a lose-lose. So basically, you know, we don't care. I mean, I hope people still get out and vote and make their voice heard because it's still important. But I mean, it's it's the lesser two evils that we're looking at right now. Yeah, you, know, you, just, you just pick one and just and roll with it because that's what we've been doing for the last 40, 50, 60 years. We pick one and roll with it because nobody really ever has our uh, best interest in mind. And it can do everything. Right. And, and that's the other thing people like, when we look at Obama, a lot of people are, are always critical of what he hasn't done for black people. But what you got to understand is he's one person. He's he's presiding over an entire country. I mean, if America was 100% black, then yeah, cool. But it's not. I mean, you know, he wasn't voted in solely by black people. Mm-hmm. He had a, 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 a nice following of whites and uh, other you know minorities who supported him. So, I mean, to focus all of his energy by trying to help the plight of the black man and the black family, that wouldn't be fair to the people who voted him in. And, and again, this is the logic of intelligent people like ourselves. Like we can look at that and see that, you know, you got your people who are supposed to be intelligent, like your Cornell West, who get on there and bash him every day. We've seen his career go down in, in flames over the last couple of years because of it. But um, I mean, it's, you know, I, I think people have to be realistic in their expectations. And uh, I think that's one thing they haven't been with the Obamas. But again, you know, like, like Anisha said, you know, they, they are who they are. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. They're gonna give you their best. If you don't like their best, like it. it sucks. We, we ain't like we ain't like the last 20, 30 years of president's best, but you know, we had to do what we had to do. But uh yeah, I mean one one portion of her speech that really stuck out to me was the uh, part where she spoke spoke about how 
she wakes up every day in the house built by slaves. Mm. And uh, I mean, if you've ever visited DC and you go down and look at all those buildings, it is amazing. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the, the detail and the architecture. I mean, like, you know, you got that. The different figures, like on in the, like I guess carved out in stone with the top of those buildings, that is amazing, dude. Like you can't find people today they can do that. These were slaves doing it, man. Unbelievable. And so when you look at those buildings and you and you sit and imagine that those were built by slaves hundreds of years ago, and those buildings are still standing, still gorgeous, flawless. I mean, you know, we come from a great people, and so um, you know. A, it's amazing that, or it's, it's it's an accomplishment to see that now we got a black family waking up in that in that house. Um, it lets us know that you know we are making progress. But um, yeah, her speech, man, kudos. Like, what, what they doing in the porch club? <laughs> I would I would have been in the back with, with all my toes and fingers clapping, snap. How you make your toes? I was saying, nigga, your toes can snap. I got feet like <laughs> You got a tall nigga, snap that nigga. We gonna have to reevaluate some things. <laughs> but yes, um, we always talk about how Barack Obama, um, his speeches are like captivating. Man, Michelle Obama can just really, really grab your soul. Like every time she does a speech, like when she did one, it, I think that was the first Democratic um, convention she mm -hmm. did a speech. Bruh, I could have cried. I could have straight up cried. Like she has a way. Like she can just captivate you, and you can just yeah, at the end of you'll be standing up, clapping, crying, giving money away, Man, giving your what? children away. Girl, here, <laughs> take, it. take it. And then for her to do something like that, and also just be this very very cool ass. She's so goddamn cool. Like I can, I swear to God, they are like. I know that we like worship. I don't want to use well shit. Fuck it. We love Obama. We love the Obamas. But I could easily invite them to a barbecue, and I bet she made some bomb ass potato salad. Like she just that cool, man. She just she's cool as hell. She can dress. She looks good she like all the, best the time. Auntie in, she like the best, uh, the cool auntie in the house. Exactly. She like the one you want to invite everywhere. You exactly. Go telling us shit. You know she go <clears throat> keep it straight. Mm -hmm. And still, I mean, and then she she gonna break it down to you and be like, okay, baby, let me give me a hug or whatever. Like she just, she just is down. I don't want to call her the baddest bitch, but she is the baddest bitch. Like Alicia said, that will never be another Flotus like this. Ever, ever, ever in life. I don't even try it. Mm mm. Mm mm. Does Bernie Sanders have a wife? I don't know. Yeah, she, yeah, he does. Uh, he does. Yeah, her name is uh, Jane Sanders. She uh, actually, she just got in, had a little bit of heat uh, about a month ago. Um, she was the president of a college up in like New Hampshire or something like that, and uh, the college basically is close to filing for bankruptcy, and a lot of it was during her time of being president. Uh -oh. So, but uh, but anyway, back to uh, Michelle Obama. Um, yeah, this is why it's, it's really important um, in regards to representation. You know, representation really does matter. Um, know exactly what you just looked at, Anisha. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you that was a good reaction I had. 
Disney Channel, and Michelle Obama was guest host, or she was well, guest guest appearance or whatever. An episode was about a little girl whose, uh, you know, whose uh, mom was away because um, she was a troop, and you know they were trying to get the the mom basically back for this little girl's birthday. But she was just so cool and so flawless on that episode, and and Gigi thought it was the coolest thing that the first lady was on this uh, on Jesse, you know. And I, I just had to sit back and think about it, and I was like, man, I, I can't remember, I can't ever remember like Nancy Reagan being on Thundercats or you know, or, <laughs> or you know Hillary Clinton, being, and even if they were on something like that, that wasn't you know they weren't part of me, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like. You know, Michelle Obama, like Gigi can look up to her and say, you know, she's you know, she's in the White House. She's the first lady, you know. So that's why representation matters. You know, so when we talk about, you know, us being and, you know, having you know, President Obama and Mrs. Obama in the White House, that that's really important because it's never happened before. You know, and it was something that uh, quite honestly, a lot of us thought would never happen in our lifetime. So. Yeah, so it's important to see that, you know, somebody else reached those goals and we can reach those same goals, too. And, and I know this is going to be a long episode, but um, just talking about representation, y'all remember when that um, the lady that was over 100 years old, when she got to meet the Obamas and how cute that was? Yeah. Oh, my God. that was She was so excited. And representation matters for everybody. It doesn't matter what your age is. You can be one you can be 101 just to see somebody that you're able to relate to that looks like you that comes from the same background as you we went by the obama's house in chicago they stay on the south side my mom i showed them their house and my mom was like they live there i was like nigga they live in the south side of chicago right <laughs> i was like it's like little south memphis straight up i mean they had this good you know they had this it had good, decent spots. Right, it yeah. had these decent spots and it had these bad spots. But I was like, yeah, they live, they, I mean, that's why they trill now. Niggas trill as hell. I think that people get <clears throat> caught up in the fact that the Obamas are popular. And, you know, I've heard people before say that they should act more presidential, more authoritative, more more like a past presidents. I was like, you not realize that's probably the problem. People didn't feel like 
they could relate. Mm-hmm. Like they, I think the what they just came in with the attitude that we're all here together. We're all here to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's just I'm gonna be me. You be you. We gonna do this. We're gonna try and make this country better. We're just gonna just keep progressing, keep moving forward. And I think they both done a phenomenal job. The programs that Mrs. Obama had, uh, like the food program, that was like mm-hmm. her prize thing. Get active, get fit. You wanna go see Barbara jump rubbing, okay? <laughs> Hillary didn't give a damn if your ass was fat or not, okay? They just did not care. So to see people, to see someone that looks like me, that cares about me and is genuinely concerned about me should make you feel like, okay, I want more people like this. I want more people in in this in this position that care about me because if they care about you, they're gonna want the best for you, which means they're gonna put legislation in in, in, in rotation that's gonna benefit you mm-hmm. and benefit us as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like that's. I'm quick because I hope that people that listen to us actually have that mindset and they do understand that without someone having to explain it or break it down. But if you did, now you know and now you understand. That's why I love the fuck out of our president and first lady. They just, but Michelle especially, like she gets all the life. She snatches all the wigs. Like she, she's scalping bitches, okay? I'm just telling you. From Portland, Maine, okay? Just she just she doing it all and and effortlessly. Effortless. Effortlessly. I'm sorry. And, and only one? Number one stunner, okay? Mm, I can go on and on. Yes. I wanna say something else, but I'm shut up. <laughs> I can say something else, but I'm gonna be quiet. It's gonna be pity. Oh, it wasn't gonna be pity. It was just you know how they are relatable, but hell, they stand for their respect too. You better give them that goddamn respect. Do not play. Hell, do not play. I will scalp you, man. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I'm done. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. I also want to say that Mrs. Obama was also on the episode of uh, iCarly. Yeah, but I could. I, I remember seeing that episode, but I couldn't remember what it was about. So. I just remember Jesse because it had um, it had the lady that played Will Smith's mom in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like she was the grandmother, and you know, and then of course with all the uh, Azalea Banks crap, Sky Jackson is in, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I showed her thing about her ass. <laughs> so, got to give a shout out to Sky Jackson, the, the Dragon Slayer. <laughs> Damn right. That's I got my personal is. opinion about Azealia Scott, but I'll say that for another day. Ashelia Saints. Sorry. That's cool. Anything else about Michelle Obama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we'll come back after these messages. We'll talk to
for the hour I chose the black power extra fly joint from mocha to yellow paper and you know I don't delay together with my honey like silk and so we grow and take you back to like afros and no quitting or getting jumped by the system it's all day all play got herbs and such and cuts and crew no blue eyes to emulate some straight but yeah we straight up funky he's back the G's is back as in no deep getting funky Leg up, bump my sounds, grab the micro. You know how we do in the joint. Do a burrow, check to see exactly who in the joint. Hot spots, city streets, lot spots, and jeeps. As a flower, I'm Nile. Rivers of style. Fresh kick. Yeah, stories complete. Fresh kick. Rolling on the New York streets with them no pork beats. At the parliaments, sevens up, see no stilo, no equal, but the sun, and that's fun. That's when the plans with hooks, burn musk, wear cush, it's flat bush. Hear the mentors instrumental, cause it's ash to dust. I like your hit like deep, keep fam tight, tight. Keep the vocal strictly any joint, a strike. Let me fly. He's back to G's back with the art. Sun is in the clouds on loud. I got raised by the dim street lights of four cities. My heroes died in prison. George Jackson, action. She's butterfly and I'm cool iron and I rock snow low unless it's scrambler. Got me and my honey. Like Bobby and Erica, me and my mothers will hurt you full of our empire. One love, gun love, come free the land with us. Things they cannot shoot this brush and creamy lavishness. Before I pop, I'd rather die in baggy gas and temps. And I put that on the BK, LYN, and that's from Back with our pop tune segment. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, child, I'm gonna get it right. We've been doing this shit for a year, and I'll never get this straight. Has it been a year? Dude, it'll be a, a year. year. July. Damn. Yes, we've been doing this shit almost a year. We gotta have some cake or something. Man, yeah, we gotta do something special. I'm bring the cupcakes from Muddy's. Uh, ooh. Mm. Mm. Man, you fancy. Man, you done lit us up. We, we would have been good with the Kroger cupcakes. Hell like, yeah, no, I don't do that. <laughs> well, Bougie. I see. We, we appreciate, appreciate it. <laughs> and we appreciate our fans for listening. Yes. Um, follow us on Twitter. Like I said, just just do the EPB search in the, the in the bar and you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. I'm tweeting all the time at BGRS. My account is locked because smell is real. Mm. Mm. I'm also on Snapchat. Is BGRS seventy nine, um, and I'm on Instagram. You can try to follow me there, but if I don't know your ass, how you get a hell no? So, <clears throat> um, so and also, yeah, listen to our Spotify playlist. All of our tracks that we pick every episode are on there, um, and also from our guests. Gotta get more guests on the show, too, y'all. We do have to get more guests on the show. Gotta get more guests on the show. So, um, we want to kick it off with our first pick, which is Anisha. Yes, so I made me a playlist on Spotify. I I have a couple of playlists on Spotify, but this one is like a Mel LaRue playlist. So I do like a lot, I have like albums and songs and just things and I feel, because I just like to have a nice chill vibe. It's my shower music, so. Mm -hmm. Um, But this song came on the other day and I was like, damn, I forgot I had this whole album. So uh, (laughs) Vivian Green's Emotional Roller Coaster was the shit. Mm -hmm. That was like one of them albums you could play all the way through. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I I miss her. I wish she. Didn't you come out with something? It was your favorite check. Thank you. Thank you for that. You want me to make sure? Let's go to Jazz, y'all. Check number eight. We got you. You good. I'm a little hoarse today, though. You know what I'm talking about? That's all I can do. I know. That's what it is. What song was that? What is love? It's just a real, she's, she's just a phenomenal song singer. Her, Heather Headley, like I miss them. I miss that music. I miss that R and B. That's just <laughs> anyway. That's my song choice. No rhyme or reason other than it came on the other day, and I was like, damn, yes, that's the song I'm choosing. So I think Bridget, you're next. Yes, um, and it was hard for me this week because I've been just in the zone with the same like four albums and we've already kind of picked songs from those albums. So I had to kind of wretch back. Um, and also I have a playlist of just songs that um, I hear on Spotify and I hit that little check mark. So I can be like, okay, I need to go back. And um, this song is called um, Can I from Elena Perez. I think I'm saying her name correctly. Um, and it's just, it's just a real, real mellow track. It's, it's, it's just cool. It's perfect for the summer. It's perfect for any time of year, honestly. But um, it's cool. It's real, real chill. Um, and it's from her EP called Urban Flora. And that's about it. And number three is Joe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So uh, my song pick of the week is uh, Watching Me by Renee Newfell. Um, who was famously one half of the 
duo Jeanne, um, along with Gene Baylor. And um, I heard the song, actually, I heard it last night on, on the uh, radio. I was streaming my friend uh, uh, Pepper Thomas. She has a Neo Soul show on uh, KZI out of Boston. And uh, she said it was a new song, and I was listening to it. I was like, man, this is this pretty good. So um, anyway, so I went back and, and did a little research, used my Google, and found out that this was actually released uh, late last year. But uh, but anyway, it's it's a new song, and I know it's on Spotify. I'm pretty sure it's on uh, iTunes and everything else. So uh, so yeah, go check it out, and, and it's good to see that she's uh, she's back on the scene. So there we go. All right, um, and Ted's song was last, uh, and. Give a second, so just hold on. <laughs> so, after these messages, no, for real. We yeah. I just wanted to point out that all of our songs are uh, really kind of laid back and chill. Um, I don't know, we just kind of on the same little wavelength, which is fantastic. To show you that we just got our whole look. We vibing, we vibing right now. Vibing. Yes. Pick the same kind of tracks. So. And also, you know what, since a lot of uh, people do interact with either you, uh, Joel, or Bridget on Twitter and sometimes with the EPB uh, handle, if you guys have song suggestions or things you want to hear, let us know. Yeah, how are we going to play? All right, I'm back. <laughs> right on time. Right on time. I had to um, uh, think about the song I was going to choose this week because it was pretty tough. I'm like Bridget. Uh, sometimes I get just stuck listening to the same things over and over again and when we picked a lot of songs from those albums then it makes it kind of difficult to find something because you want to pick something new but i tell not pick anything new this week so um just so happened this weekend um joel posted some pictures and he went record shopping and uh, he posted a picture of a Vesta album which just happened to be one of my favorite albums and um so i went ahead and started listening to that album yesterday and I haven't stopped. But the song I chose is from that album. It's uh, Vesta's Sweet, Sweet Love. I don't know if y'all remember back in the day. It was but, a um, She was riding that Corvette going down the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going down the mountain. That was it. That was it. Sweet, sweet love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all don't want me to sing. And Peaches. Peaches? Oh, you just playing a video? What is that? <laughs> Yeah, we hear you. <laughs> it's all good, though. <laughs> we ain't shit. Y'all all know this by now. So. <laughs> we do what we, we decide. We, we do what we want. Pretty much. So, y'all come. Y'all keep coming. We keep delivering. So, just thank you. We appreciate it. Always. We love y'all. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Love y'all. Arimbe! You stupid. First, I Appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we are gonna be making this a regular thing this summer. Now we might be coming tired, maybe coming in two weeks. We coming though. We coming. We're coming. Not a long break like this last time. So, but yes. So, 
just stay tuned. Stay tuned. I got statistics homework I gotta go do right now. Man. Bless your heart. Man. Harambe! Harambe! <laughs> That's what we're saying while I'm telling this test. Man, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, y'all, let's go. <laughs>
the last call Thinking that I know you're not sure Make a long stop, ready or not I see you but I need to know more What you wanna do Cause I know we didn't dance But I saw you watching on the dance floor Maybe at the exit door And maybe we could talk some more Oh yeah
Do the test.